0: All right, so here we are. Episode 34. Our, wow, we're run out of games now. So this is week uh, 16 recap going into the yeah. going into the last weekend of regular season. So we've got our last Eagles game of this year coming up. Probably a good thing. Um yeah. So yeah, I guess we could always start off with the Birds per usual. Um I mean right oh, off the yeah. bat, they uh Pretty poor effort, honestly. Um, yeah. But I think it was kind of like this game was very much like a definition of like the whole season. It was like inconsistent quarterback play, with poor coaching decision, with injuries playing a factor, and then the defense getting torched in the secondary. Uh, yeah. So everything really, and the and the boneless pe- like bonehead penalties, like come on, like
1: yeah i mean and,
0: like, it's ridiculous
1: this was a, this was a really this was a really ugly game and like i've seen a lot of ugly games this, this year but it's just the way they're doing these things like but even the first half was like
0: pretty exciting and then all of a sudden they're like ah, right we're just gonna lay down and get kicked
1: well i thought offensively the first half they actually looked pretty good they were running the ball of course they ditched that pretty early like we usually do deshaun jackson came back for one play and did what he does. You know, he just comes out there, catches a touchdown, and usually gets hurt immediately. Oh, yeah. Um, I knew as
0: soon as he, he like dove into the end zone, I was like, oh, that's going to be like a twisted ankle.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that'll be a poor groin stomach. I didn't but, see yeah, him the rest of the, day day. In the game. <laughs> I mean, what we, this guy's made out of glass and he's over there somersaulting sump- after the one catch he's made all year. Like, come on. Come on. Act like you've been there before. Man. Like, just understand your situation. Don't look like you're, you're four wins. Like, yeah. and you haven't played all year. Don't be somersault men, and you haven't earned the right to. You look like a jackass. And then you get hurt? You definitely are a jackass. A um, couple thoughts I thought during the game. Um, like I said, the offense, first half, I, I felt it was okay. Too bad the defense was Swiss cheese the first half. Um, this this secondary is garbage. Every single one of them are terrible. Slay, slay's fine. You know, I'm not going to bully him, but they all suck. Like, Coleman's awful. hold. should question be in the league. Epps shouldn't be in the league. Um Mills, I, I, like, I don't know what to do with Mills anymore. He's, I've been frustrated with him for years. I've now seen him play two different positions. He is what I know he is. And too bad we can't get anyone else better in the secondary to replace him. So we're going to be stuck with that. Um, the second half is when it really started pissing me off. One, and I'm going to get on Doug on this, many, many bad issues with Doug. I thought it was pretty obvious the Dallas defense made adjustments at halftime and they changed what they were doing and they played much better. And Hurts struggled. The whole offense struggled. Doug made no adjustments to their adjustments. Going it on 4-15, I don't care what situation in the game. You can't convince me that was a good decision. And then I lost count on the amount of pre-snap penalties. That That is a reflection of coaching. This late in the season, you're in week 16, and we're having, what, four or five pre-snap penalties? Mm-hmm. Are you
0: kidding me? Mm-hmm.
1: Um like I said, keeping with the offense, hurt the first half I thought was fine. Uh, second half, he clearly just couldn't. The, the defense adjusts him, and this, yeah. this is what happens with young quarterbacks. The defenses are going to see what what he's been doing, and they're going to learn from it. And now he's got to adjust. And it wasn't a good showing in this past game. You know, the, the the turnovers were tough, even though that wasn't a fumble. I don't, the, those reps are terrible. That was nowhere near a fumble. But the interceptions were pretty bad, uh, especially the one in the end zone when you're driving. Uh, it's got me worried. You know, I'm not going to throw up the, you know. Burn, you know, get rid of him, you know, bench him, bring back Wentz or anything like that. I understand he's a young quarterback, he's going to live with these things, but you want to see him adjust. I'm curious to see how he looks next week against a better defense after the Cowboys showed on tape how to stop Hurts and this offense. Not that it's very hard. We The Eagles do a pretty good job of stopping themselves. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, most of my venom is, is lost. At this point, we've now officially entered draft season. And, you know, sometimes it's earlier for other teams, sometimes it's later. But once you're eliminated from the playoffs, it's draft season And now. So that's all I'm looking forward to, knowing the Eagles will probably win this last game just to screw over their draft picks because that's what they do. They'll lose the game that would keep their season alive, but then win the game next week when it has absolutely nothing to do for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, if, they, if they lose against Washington on Sunday night, I don't know whose idea was it to flex this to the Sunday night game,
1: but... Yeah. Why don't you wait until see if the Eagles can win before you flex it? Like now, what do you have?
0: Um, Yeah. So I guess Jalen hurts is a hot topic now, but uh, yeah. So if they lose, they can get anywhere from the six overall pick, which is what they have now uh, up to three. So in order to get three, the Bengals um, Texans and Falcons would have to win or like one of them would have to win for them to move up. And then, as far mm-hmm. as I understand, if they win, the most that we can drop back is like 10th or 11th overall.
1: So hopefully they – Which would be huge. That's a huge. you got a top five is different than top ten. Uh, yeah, I mean, top
0: I am a little worried that they are going to win because of – I don't know who the hell is playing quarterback for Washington because Haskins just got cut. And I don't know if yeah. um, Smith's ready to go yet. So –
1: I'm kind wow. of rooting that Smith is. I think if Smith can go out there, they can beat us. If it's Brandon Allen, then I'm then, – well, Allen's out for the year, too. He's hurt.
0: So, I don't know who's oh, left. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, you're right, you're right. That Miniki guy. We got Miniki, the superstar. How did you not know him?
0: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I – I, The one thing about um Hertz, I'll just touch on it quickly. Like you said, I thought he played well in the first half, and then second half it looked like – he showed rookie struggles. Like, I wasn't – it wasn't like, oh, wow, he's, like, terrible. I just thought he was making, like, mistakes. I'm not a huge fan of his, like, some of his decision-making. I don't know we would critique players like Wentz when they try to extend the play when there's nothing there. But I don't really like him, like, stretching the play out and running all the way to the sideline for, like, 0.5 yards because, A, it puts him in danger of getting hit. And B, it's like it's you're elongating the play for no for to get almost no yards. I just I don't know. I don't really like that decision. I, I run. He's not because I saw multiple times he could have dumped it to Miles or Ertz when they were right five yards in front of him. He's he just decided to keep it and get like two yards. And I'm like I don't I don't think that's the right move there. But
1: yeah, no. I agree. I don't I'm learned glad that you from that.
0: from watching film and,
1: and well, you, you hope know, you hope the one uh, one one thing I did notice I just want to piggyback a couple years said, was I saw him a couple times rolling out when there was no wide receivers on that side of the field like it's like he was kind of just trying to get out of the play action (laughs) it's just like it's you know it's almost like he's still got that run first mentality. He's like, let me get out of the pocket and I'm going to think of running. But it's like, man, you got to you gotta keep your eyes downfield because that is a very easy thing to stop. Because if you're going to roll out and there's no wide receivers there and they know you're going to run, they're going to collapse on you. You <laughs> got to keep them honest. Um, and, I, you know, maybe that's that's he's still learning the playbook fully or getting to know guys or uh, miscommunication or whatever. But I did see a couple times where he's rolling out and there's just like not really any options there. And like you said, you're getting a you know, sh- short loss or, you know, or you're going out of balance, or you're throwing it away, and you're not getting anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I do like parts of his game, though. Like, I I ultimately I see more good in him than I see bad. Um, but you know, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say trade Wentz because I'm sold on Hurts. You know, it's it's really a matter of how the coaching staff and the team feels, and <clears throat> how Wentz is gonna respond. That's what's gonna determine whether who's the quarterback. Um, and I just no, I, I was I, thinking about this when I was watching some games over the weekend, like how how short time, like, I don't know what the word is for it, but I guess uh, short leash Philadelphia fans have on Eagles players. Like, I, I get it. Wentz had a historically bad season. But he gave you four pretty solid seasons before that. And you look around the league, just because a quarterback has a good year doesn't mean you're going to win the Super Bowl. Case in point, Aaron Rodgers, one of the best we've ever witnessed, won Super Bowl. So, all this crying, like, about getting rid of Wentz and doing this and that is like, he's, yes, quarterback is the most important piece, but realize, especially from the Dallas game, you can see that Hurts, while, when he played okay, wasn't enough because the team is bad. Like, the team's not.
1: Yes. This is what I try to tell you. Well, I I actually, you said that, uh, you know, I don't want Hurts you know, a couple looking good to affect the Wentz or, you know, I honestly, and I mean this, I don't think hurts can do anything that affects Wentz's draft uh, position on this team. I think what, what this is going to come down to is you're going to end the season. You're going to look back. You're going to have four wins and want to know what went wrong. And there has to be a change made. And I don't see them changing it with Howie or Doug, which I definitely disagree with. So they're going to blame someone for this season. And it's got to be either the quarterback, the coach or the GM. And you said there was no patience, and I agree. Yeah, Philly stands on that patience. But when you draft a quarterback in the second round, that limits your patience, too, because you want to see the guy you just drafted in the second round. You want to see him play. You're seeing Carson Wentz look like the worst quarterback in the league, and you got a second-round pick on the bench. Why wouldn't you want to see it? Now, the thing with Wentz also is it's going to come down to our draft pick because even if Hurts doesn't look like the guy, you can justify trading away Wentz, because you might have a top five pick and be like, well, you know, we can draft our guy in the future, which I'm definitely not keen on drafting a guy in top five as we drafted Hurts and still have Wentz on this contract. But you're in such a bad situation, something has to change. And just from what I'm hearing from the reports and stuff, it doesn't look like Doug or how you are going. And I just think that this might be a situation where they're going to put all the blame on Wentz, move on from him, and he'll probably find success somewhere else. And then, then what happens? So it's just – when this things go this bad, like, you're going to be a top-five pick team. Something yeah. has to change. Something has to change. And I, you're not going to bring back quarterback, coach, and GM. And it's looking more like the quarterback's going to go than the other two. Uh, whether we agree with that or not, it something's going to have to happen.
0: Yeah, I, I – and I don't, don't want to be, like, you know, down on Hurts either because I've definitely seen, like, really good – like, I've seen him do things that, you know, only certain quarterbacks can do, so – I, I see yeah. a little bit of a spark. I see a little bit of um you know a high ceiling for him. Uh, it's just a matter of you know he is a rookie. Uh, I don't think it's fair to him to force him into that position already when it, Well yeah, the
1: team's not very good around him either. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and yeah, he's same thing that Wentz was having. He doesn't have a lot of help around. I mean, you could see a line was falling apart. Hertz had to make quick decisions or run around and it just it's not a good situation. But ultimately um, I think they need to decide, like, what's best for the team going forward. Like, if if Wentz really isn't a good leader, like some reports are out there saying that he, he doesn't improve at all, then, yes, move on from him. You know, there's been plenty of times where quarterbacks have changed teams uh, where it didn't work out for a couple of years. Like, look at Tannehill was supposed to be the answer in Miami, just couldn't stay healthy, and now he's doing – pretty solid in Tennessee I'd say. I've seen some great well, yeah. games from him. So Well, now
1: hold on wait, that goes back to the nightmare I've been saying for weeks now is and I believe you. I think Wentz has the ability to be a Tannehill, go to another team and flourish. Yeah. But who loses in that situation? The Dolphins lost in that situation. They hit rock bottom. They drafted the two, and he looks fine, you know, they're all right, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they had them down years. They were pretty pretty bleak. Last year they they looked awful. Yeah, I mean, uh, but, but they were
0: they weren't like as talented as the Eagles were, I would say when Wentz was playing well. So
1: talented what what talented team are you looking at not team I'm looking at has no talent on it this not this a team drunk.
0: past years past
1: years I it's just this situation's obviously soured so bad I don't know how we're saving it you're, yeah you're, I, it's, you're,
0: it's about like the media's perception of it has soured it I, I'm saying in-house how they actually feel that
1: will determine like uh, in-house I this team plays 10 times better without Wentz I've heard everyone leak sources and all this. like we hear these rumors. I think it's in-house, outside-house. I'm not going to blame this all on the media. I think there's a legit problem in the locker room with the team and Wentz.
0: I agree. I also, you know, you got to keep in mind that their job is to create a story, too. Like, apparently, Adam Schefter didn't even talk to Wentz or his agent. He just, he just tweeted that out, saying, yeah, I think Wentz probably wants to move on. And then everyone was like, oh, my God, do you hear what Wentz said? It's like.
1: Well, well, here's, here's my backup to you. Did Wentz ever come out and say, no, I, I, I that's not true? I haven't heard him say anything like that. He hasn't
0: been in any press conferences. He hasn't.
1: Oh, I'm sure he could have fired a tweet off or made it. If he, if he wanted to talk, someone would have listened.
0: Yeah. Look, I, yeah, I don't want to, we, we talk, It feel like it's a, it's a repeat every episode about this, but. I know.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's a dire situation. It's, a, it's
0: awkward. Over. It's uncomfortable for them. And it's, you know, they're both quarterbacks. They both want to start. They both want to compete. And one of them just hasn't played up to his standards. So it's a matter of how he rebounds and what the team obviously decides to do going forward. And I, like I said, I still think ultimately you, you somehow get Wentz to get extra help um, with ment. I would say mentally, but also like, you know, get some former NFL quarterbacks help them, you know, work on your, some of your reads, some of your movements, like what, what what are you doing wrong help them look at your film um, or hire people, you know? and then uh, from there kind of have a have a battle in camp
1: yeah. and
0: like you said if hurts wins you get Wentz out of here get rid of that contract but i don't know how i don't know how broken the relationship is i just from what i see and from what i hear from doug every game uh so Wentz is still his guy so
1: yeah oh, well We'll see what happens. uh I will say in the last one on the hurts and Wentz and just the Eagles over and all before I actually do want to ask you about the since now we're in draft season baby, and that's one thing I do. It was one of my exciting times of the NFL season. I'm all into the draft, and even though we sucked and I suffered through a brutal season, yeah, you know, top five pick does excite me, granted, you know they do do that but last, um
0: yeah, last time we had so we had like we had number four a couple years ago, many years ago now to Lane Johnson and then. Marked up pretty well. Then 20. Well,
1: we drafted Carson Wentz second. So yeah, was 20. Was experience. that
0: 2015 or 2016? But what, where did we move up from? I don't remember. How far back were we before they drafted up for Wentz?
1: Uh, I want to see. It was like 11 or, or 10. I was Because well, they, they moved up twice. Remember, they moved up with the Dolphins and the Titans? I
0: thought it was the Browns. It was maybe, Dolphins. Maybe it was Browns, the Browns
1: right? Yeah, you're right. My bad. Yeah, maybe it was the Browns. Yeah, I, I forget. Because remember, it was actually one of the finest moments I've seen from Howie to turn. Demarco Murray, uh, Byron Maxwell, Kiko Alonso, and whoever that, yeah. to go get a franchise quarterback. I was like, you got rid of all of our terrible contracts and got us a franchise quarterback. You know what? This guy might know something. Why did we have Chip Kelly dictating this whole show? But um, I, going off, if we're in drafting in the top five, top ten area, uh, you know, big prospect wise, just we'll get to draft later on as they get closer. Who's your initial thought? Two got two two areas i'm looking at and i think the way the draft board will look uh your best available players will be in those positions as well is still going to be either wide receiver i would love devontae smith or jamar in this team uh-huh. if you're going to listen you're either going to try to rebuild or reborn carson wentz or you're going to have to give your rookie quarterback every weapon that he needs to succeed and i like that option for them or and especially after this game I wouldn't mind drafting a cornerback to play besides Darius Slay because we have a revolving door. Maddox was supposed to be that guy, and he stinks. Maddox is not good. Roby Coleman is terrible. So the way that I look at it, you have one starting corner on this team. I really – I have no interest in bringing back any of the ones you've had play this season. So I wouldn't mind either the Fairley from Tech, Sertain from uh, Alabama, and uh, even Sean Wade from Ohio State. There's a couple of good corners. I wouldn't mind either one of those. Um,
0: I, yeah, I, I actually agree with you hundred uh, percent. I really like, I'm really big on Jamar Chase. I would take him over Smith, but um, as far as, yeah, I, receiver, the, the, the two biggest glaring needs. I mean, they've shown that linebacker they don't care about, so I don't even expect them to take a linebacker. I would say more than likely they'll take line if I had to bet, but um, yeah, if Jamar Chase is there or the VT guy, because you know a lot of my Virginia Tech defensive backs. Um, yeah, you do. I'd be I'd be happy with that.
1: So. Listen, so just I want them to draft best player available. Don't reach for anything. Don't yeah. be. Don't go get something like I know how he loves to do this. I rarely see us ever take the best player available, but it's,
0: and the, it's their best available player.
1: <laughs> yeah, like don't go reaching for like an offensive tackler or something when the best player on the board is clearly like, a cornerback or a wide receiver. You know. Your team sucks. There's holes on every part of this roster. I can't say one position where I'm like, you know what? That's a position we are set and solid at. We don't have to worry about that going in the draft. So just take the best player available. And right now the way where you're at, depending on how this last game goes, I like the wide receiver or corner pick.
0: Um, I wanted to, so I saw John Clark from NBC uh, tweet about something earlier. Um, but I just wanted to point out real quick, off topic. Um, in Sixers have played three games and Joel Embiid is averaging a double double so far and he has gotten twenty-nine, twenty-seven, and twenty-nine points and over ten rebounds in all the three of those games. So not bad. Looks like he's getting maximized out there by uh Doc Rivers, which is always good to see. But um hey, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I love to see it. Uh he so John Clark uh was pointing out that the year uh Doug Peterson got hired. Um, there were like six other. Yeah, here it is. There were six other head coaches also hired: Adam Gase, Chip Kelly, Ben McAdoo, Hugh Jackson, Dirk Coder, and Mike Malarkey. And I mean, Adam Gase is probably going to be fired.
1: Um, I don't know, man. Look at the Jets; they're fighting now. They just oof. knocked off the Browns. Now it's fire. Uh, they knocked off. that. They they beat two ten-win teams back to back. Or no, I believe the Rams have nine. But come on now, the two teams they beat the last two weeks combined for nineteen wins. That guys just, I guess yeah. like not. They're just beating slouches. They went out and beat pretty good teams.
0: But uh I mean, it goes to show, like all those guys are gone or are going to be gone, and Doug Peterson still, no, has He's, had the Eagles in playoffs most of his time here. So I, I'm all, I, yes, I don't, I would rather have him get an offensive coordinator and let him at least help him with the calls. Oh no, that's what we start happen. with.
1: That's where we but, start. No, that's that's mandatory. You, I know. Let's put it that way. That has to happen. You keeping your job was still in the air, but that has to happen. Yeah, but
0: the continuity of, of finding a good coach for multiple years is tough. So just wanted to let all eight of our listeners know that.
1: You know what? Um, speaking <laughs> of te- bad teams that are fighting for their coaches, I thought Matt Nagy was dead and gone like this entire – up until they blew that 5-1 start – Suddenly, Mitch Trubisky might play himself an Oblate Bortles contract. What he did might I get do? an extension. They, they, they won four games in a row with over 30 points. Mitchell. Was Mitchell that. Trubisky.
0: It was week – must have been week three or, or week four or five. I said, the Bears are 4 no oh, or 5 no, oh, whatever they were. And I was like, all they have to do was win, like, you know, f- three, four more games the whole season, and they'll make the playoffs. And right on par, it's like they're going to somehow walk into the playoffs. I mean – the defense is playing pretty well, and I, their offense is actually score. I mean, they're not playing great opponents, but they're scoring like thirty points in the last three games each. So
1: yeah, that's a pretty. So all right, I so Matt Bears getting the playoffs. You keep Matt Nagy. Do you bring back Mitchell Trubisky as your starting quarterback?
0: Uh, would I? No, but I uh, Trubisky is such a weird player. Because he, he has games where he, like, looks pretty – he looks like he could be a capable starter. And then he has games where you're like, why is this guy even in the league? Like, he couldn't even be a backup. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like that kind of inconsistency, but
1: – he Listen, he reminds me of Blake Bortles. You know, they were drafted very high um, out of, you know, let's say non power schools. But UCF is pretty dominant in uh, football. But, you know, we might not have the national recognition that we deserve. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, both,
0: smacked last week, but yeah,
1: leave leave it alone. Both um, both clearly rough starts to their career. Got I, I mean, Blake took him to the AFC Championship game, or hook him, or just rode the incredible defense there. But uh mm. he worked his way into an extension. Doug Marone has still got a job with Jacksonville. I have to assume that That's he's gonna this year. Yeah. I don't know. Talk about just not caring if you win or lose. Like just sending him out to coach. Like, what are you What are you looking at? Can you, you imagine though?
0: Like they're they must have thought there was no way that they were going to be able to get that number one pick. And now the Jets might not even have the number two pick when all is said and done.
1: I know. I know. Uh, but one of the interesting things I told you about, it might, it stinks for the Jets, but you know what? At least you're not the Texans. Cause the Texans are going to give away two top five picks. In like the Dolphins drafts.
0: have number five right now. Like how bad is that?
1: Oh my <laughs> God. Like, oh, and the goal. I was thinking that when the Texans lost to the Bengals, that's a huge game. They, they could get up to three. I think I dude, it just, how, how yeah. could you have, most teams don't get top five picks and the Texans managed to trade two of them away in three years. Unbelievable. That is There's not much to show horrible. for it. Either. Nothing to show for it. <laughs> what, what do you have a terrible team that consistently ends up in the top five and a fire general manager who made the deals.
0: I mean, I can't blame them. They definitely needed like line help. Like that was their biggest problem with, you know, protecting Watson. So Tunsil was, I think, I don't know if the the deal was worth it, but it, they definitely needed him.
1: Listen, we talked about this when we did the offensive tackle, tackle rankings. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a very good player. Do you need to trade away a second and two first-round picks and then give the largest contract in an offensive line history to this guy? Yes. Like, really? Do you really have to do all that? Like, you can't find anyone else that's, like, remotely decent with that those assets like you can't draft someone that's halfway decent with those picks or use that money to go sign some free agent. I just I don't know. I seems like a lot. I
0: don't know. Uh in other news, um speaking of some of our stronger teams, um so we had the Packers pretty much dominated the Titans in the snow. Um and then the Bills pretty much dominated the Pats, which is a rare sighting to just see them so bad. Yeah, but, I know. But, hey, you know, I uh, I got to say thank you, Stefan Diggs, helping me win my fantasy championship. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was funny. I, everything went wrong, and then everything went right because <laughs> the person I was playing had Derek Henry and um, Corey Davis, and they – Corey Davis didn't catch the ball once, and Henry had 10 points. Because I thought after – what's his name? Mike Evans had 40 points. I was like, well, that's a wrap. Then Stephon Diggs comes down. He's like, oh, I'm going to get 41 points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. So they look good. Um, like you said, Jets, I don't know what's gone into them. They want to – Ryan, there's a wind train. Um, apparently their uh, punter was getting death threats. <laughs> From Jets fans because of uh like the game the, when they when they won the game to break the the loss streak, mm-hmm. um, he was he tackled the punt, the punt returner who would have scored. Oh yeah! Now they're all like, "Oh, it's all your fault. We're not going to get Lawrence." But
1: yeah, That yeah. is what it is. They any other Donald? thoughts okay.
0: of uh, things you noticed over the weekend, or we can um, to the a couple,
1: nuts. no, a couple surprise games. I don't know how they keep doing it, but man. If I told you that the Atlanta Falcons held the Chiefs to 17 points, like it's really, I mean, of course they lost and it was in brutal, heartbreaking fashion. Young Waiku, the dude doesn't miss all year. Pro bowler, resurrects his career after being horrific to start somehow in the biggest kick of, I guess, the season because they haven't really done anything all year.
0: Yeah.
1: to beat the defending Super Bowl champions, they just steamroll juggernaut of the Chiefs, by far uh-huh. the best team in the NFL, and this guy misses a kick. He's been money all year, pro bowler, and just misses. Like, I just, I, man, like, for the Falcons, I don't think they can ever have moral victories. But you want to say that holding the Chiefs to 17 points and losing by three to them is a moral victory, but then you realize how they lost, and you're like, god dang, man, like, I'd move out of Atlanta if that was my team.
0: Yeah. Uh, funny enough, that they kind of impacted. Uh, so I normally don't carry three defenses on my fantasy team, but I, I happen to be. Um, this is why
1: you're a champion, right? Because you just carry all, three, more defense three defenses. The yeah. yeah but a, I had Washington, really
0: and I was like, Washington against Russell Wilson. I don't like that too much. And then I had KC versus Atlanta. I was like, oh, it's going to be a shootout. There's no way KC is going to have a good defensive outing. And then I had Miami like, uh, against the Raiders, and I was like, Dolphins. I'm gonna start the Dolphins defense, like against against Carr, and uh, that'll be good. I think I think KC had like six or seven, and washington Tim must have had more because the Dolphins had like one point. I was like, oh,
1: yeah, just yeah. as you think. um A couple of things I want to touch on. I'll go through those six games. Um, obviously, Seahawks beat the Rams. The Rams put up a, a very strong nine points. Jared Goff was terrible. Um, I think the Rams are the true fraud of NFC. I really thought it was the Packers, but here I was very wrong. The Rams are complete fraud. Um, I don't know if you saw the Fitz magic. That was one of the best endings I've ever seen in the football game in a while. I,
0: yeah, I forgot to uh, to talk about that. That was it was. I think it was yeah. Patrick Mahomes uh, tweeted it out. He's like, "That's the best no look pass I've ever seen."
1: Honestly, I'm you know spoiler. Alert. I, I was going to put Fitz magic on the studs list, and even though he only played like a quarter and a half. But, man, the money guy was a money. He's so awesome to watch. But he did not make the list this, year, this week. There's too many good ones. But also in that game, it's great to see former Eagles wide receivers who are just garbage cans in Philly. Nelson Aguilar and Matt out there uh-huh. just dominating. Both of them. Really good to see. Love to see that. Great faith in Doug. Um, Buccaneers just defecated all over Detroit. No issue. But Detroit didn't really have any coaches. So, I guess that's what happens when you have
0: – I think Stafford know. was out, though. Didn't he get hurt or something?
1: Right, I, you know what i don't the game was over by like two time. minutes in so I mean, yeah brady didn't, really didn't come
0: out after that half so
1: he didn't have to i think he just went home you know he was like ah we'll be okay <laughs> but yeah they had the guy that sells t-shirts coaching the lions because all their coaches somehow got covid and they fired matt patrician in, oh, nice. in the middle of the year do you think at one point they ever reached out to matt patrician like hey matt sorry i know we left from bad turns, but we don't have any coaches um what are you doing on saturday you, you you're free no, you I want to come by that. no okay
0: you know how you know how like disrespectful that would be hey, you That's know so what? What else? could you imagine That's- jobs like hey man uh somebody called out we need you to come in after they fired you you would be like no go fuck yourself like yeah. you're not you're not going to go in
1: maybe c- cash one more check um oh my god <laughs> <I'm> soft <laughs> um a couple other games what were the other games that I saw I think there was oh then we had the toilet bowl we mentioned a little bit the Bengals pulled one out against the Texans just for the showing that the Texans is just a complete embarrassment um JJ Watt basically taking the mantle I guess of the head coach I don't even know who the head coach is at this point for the Texans but just called out all of his teammates for basically for basically making a ton of money and just showing up and not caring and being terrible at what they do but yet they make a ton of money so you never. Yeah, see I, that was surprising
0: you, of him to be like, "Yeah, there's players on this team that don't care." Um, you never.
1: Well, you know what I thought was amazing. You never see players ever even whisper about the fact that they make a ton of money. Like you really rarely do. Like you never really see them bring it up. Or obviously, we all know they make a ton of money. A lot of but them like, come
0: from nothing, so that's like. Yeah, but
1: none of them are trying to be like you know. Oh well, he basically called out teammates. Like, you listen, you're making a ton of money. You all suck, and no one cares. Like, usually they're like, yeah, I'll well, keep my mouth shut, not really mess with anyone's business, you know, anything like that. But yeah. he went out, and, man, he just called them all out. And, you know, rightfully so. That team and franchise is a train wreck. Yeah. So, but, you know. <laughs> I think who Eagles knows? got it bad. I know. At least we're going to get our top five pick. We didn't trade it away. <laughs> um, I think the coach game. The Panthers, you know, made it, kept it interesting for us until the Eagles wanted to suck. So, that was nice. Um uh-huh. Herbert beat the Broncos. The Giants continue to look like the Giants that we actually thought they were instead of the three-week period when they were the division winners and the greatest thing since you know sliced bread. But um, I
0: really hope, though, that they beat the Cowboys this weekend because I don't want to see the Cowboys win the East after all that's gone down. I'd rather beat Washington or New York and because then you know that it was a weird year. But if Dallas somehow pulls this out, Andy Dalton gets hot and wins a playoff game, I'm going to be pissed
1: so it will be honestly it'll be something to say about the nfc least if the is the football team managed to you know well first off win the division without a team name but also (laughs) when their week one starter who I'm pretty sure was Dwayne Haskins is now released by the time they're going to play in that playoff game that just shows you that it wasn't the the competition wasn't that tough to win that division
0: did they say how many how many different starting quarterbacks were there in the nfc east this year it's like 11. Oh, yeah.
1: There's a big like 12 or 19 I mean, or something. Yeah, ridiculous. something, something nuts. But you know, this is what happens when you combine for. I mean, what is the division combined for? Like 20 wins right now? I don't know. It's t-
0: no, not even. Give or take. Five, five. Oh, me, five, five. I think it's all.
1: Well, you go to four, right? I don't know. Nine.
0: I don't know. It's six because I think Cowboys and Giants are six and 10. I think the. Washington has a game on them. I think they have 7 wins. I don't know, they all suck. Um but the last game that you didn't mention yet, um Titans or was it, Colts were up pretty comfortable. Was it 24-7 on the Steelers and then Steelers were like, all right, let's let's play. And then made a nice comeback. Ran the ball a little bit. You know, Juju made some plays.
1: I know the two weak spots. I thought Juju's been terrible all year and they can't run them all. But you know what? I, I said Mike Tomlin, Big Ben, Mike Tomlin was going to get his team not lose four in a row. Oh, did yeah. I think they were going to lose four in a row in that first half? Yeah, I did. But you know what? They pulled it out in the end. I'll give them that. Uh, Still, so they're frauds. They're I don't Man. really see anything coming from them. Um, but that leaves us there. Any other notes or questions or side clips from you?
0: Uh, my only question is who were the, uh, the duds of the week?
1: Oh, we're going right into the duds. Well, into right the guess, duds. Yeah, you know it's fair enough. It actually, man, it was just Christmas. We're in the holiday spirit. You don't know, man. It's just, yeah, it's fine.
0: I'm kind of scroogey right now, so let's go yeah, with the duds. The usual. Yeah, but you start with the bad, then you finish with the good.
1: Yeah, all right. I guess you're right. righty. Third dud this week. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll start it off. He's in the NFC. Um, I, I, I got listen. I'll before you lack something like all oh, NFC. I actually have good hints this this, this week. Not okay. for this guy. I didn't have a, all the time in the world, so this one I'm kind of coasting through, but it does get better.
0: Oh, so you half-assed it?
1: For this one, yeah, I did half-assed
0: Okay, this
1: one, okay. All right, so my boy, he is a NFC player, former Heisman winner. Okay. He is a multi-sport athlete. Okay. Actually even getting drafted. In another sport besides football. Okay. Your final hint. He plays for a team with a bird logo.
0: Uh, I was going to say, is it Kyler Murray?
1: Kyler Murray, baby.
0: Yeah, you got – I don't – baseball, right?
1: Baseball, there you go. I don't get you following along, paying attention. Proud of Hell you. yeah. Yeah, the Cardinals, man. The Cardinals really ended the season bad. But Kyler Murray, 31 for 50. That's a lot of passes and very little production. Yeah, 247 yards, one interception. He's really not a good passer at all. He did manage to lead his team in rushing, which I feel like he does every week with eight carries and 75 yards. But you put up 12 points against the Niners and lose the Niners. Lose to C.J. Bethford. You're losing to their, your first overall pick two years ago, and you're losing to the third-string quarterback on a beat-up, injured six-win, well,
0: yeah, that was five-win bad.
1: going into the Niners. That game meant a lot to the Arizona Cardinals. They needed that for their playoff hopes. Now they're probably going to let Mitchell Trubisky save his job and Matt Nagy because they're probably going to let the Bears get in the playoffs. That was brutal. You really can't excuse it, but the division game you have to win. You got to probably it on your best player, and he's just he, the, the issues that you're seeing from him. It's like Ben Simmons kind of. He reminds me of Ben Simmons in the aspect of he's one kind of incorrectly sized for his position. We'll go with Kyler Murray's a small quarterback. Ben Simmons is a big point guard usually goes the other way they both are really athletic and really good at doing everything besides the most important part of their job in their sport Kyler can't throw the ball and Ben Simmons can't shoot Kyler's throwing ability is going to come back and bite them and Cliff Clingsbury has not looked like a created enough play caller to make this work they just it looks like they're just they go out there they come up with a half-assed you know offensive system they throw the ball as many times as possible to DeAndre Hopkins. If he's not playing out of, his, out of his mind and inhuman, like, you know, he played like a normal person this week, so it wasn't really anything special. Um, they struggle. And then Kyler runs the ball, and if he's not running for 100 yards, then I'm going to win. You put up a very impressive 75 yards, but you also put up 12 points. As a quarterback, if you have 75 yards of rushing, I'd expect to see more than 12 points, but well, this is the Cardinals.
0: I mean, I thought they were a year away anyway, so I'm not surprised by this. I think yeah. I think Kyler's a better passer than you give him credit for, but
1: I it's the biggest I mean it's
0: I mean same thing yeah. with Hertz. You didn't think Hertz was a very good passer, but I, I think Okay, they're,
1: well they're relax. Fine. I mean, Hertz is not proved me wrong yet. I feel like, see for he lit up the big Cardinals enough, defense. He's uh, one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, that, he did not look pretty this week. Those interceptions didn't look great.
0: No. But uh Cardinals play the Rams and it's winning in. Uh, To my knowledge, so, uh, but I don't think um, what's his name. Um, The quarterback's not starting though. For the Rams, Jared Goff. Yeah, I just blanked out on his name. I don't know why. Yeah, Jared Goff's out. He had something with like surgery on his thumb or something. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, actually, some
0: guy I've never heard of is playing. So Cardinals Mm -hmm. should hopefully take care of business. But I mean, they're a run. Rams are run first team anyway, so.
1: Yeah. Golf didn't look great last week, so it might not be the end of the world. If he's not playing. He's
0: been super mediocre his entire career so far.
1: So You're right about that. All righty, let's get on to the uh, second dud. Okay. So the second dud, he is a former Ragin' Cajun from the <laughs> yes. great Louisiana Lafayette powerhouse.
0: Oh yeah, powerhouse.
1: Where he started his career in college as a wide receiver, then switching to his professional position defensive back, which he currently plays now. He is the cousin of NBA great Rashard Lewis. He also allowed nine, he was well targeted nine times, allowed seven receptions and gave up 182 yards, which would be more than any receiver received, um, had this week. you just took his production that was given. It was, you know, multiple guys against this guy because basically everyone was just torching him because it was, you know, like taking candy from a baby. He would have been the leading receiver for the week for if you just had one guy playing against this guy all game. Your final hint, because I know those hints were a little too difficult for you because we've upped the ante now. He plays for a team that continues to disappoint you week in and week out.
0: Uh continues to disappoint me, huh? Hmm. Wait, was it I'm now I'm now I'm blanking here for a second.
1: You got Jeopardy buzzer here? Is, uh
0: wait, so the person who torched them was it Mike Evans? No. Who who had 180 yards then?
1: He didn't listen to the question my guy. Okay. He allowed this corner allowed 182 yards so if it was by one player against him that player would have led the the league in receiving this week but seeing as multiple people were just having their go at this guy and there was multiple. Oh, oh, oh.
0: was he was he not on a team like a couple weeks ago
1: he, he, probably yeah i think he was stuck in the show okay target. so
0: yeah the chuck quick guy the eagles there corner we can, there we go I it was funny. People were praising him last week about like know, the Hopkinson. I, I was know. like, guys, guys, relax. Like he had, he must have had help over the top of his own because there's no way this guy, like, because he still gave up a lot of yards, and then you just saw against Dallas, like he was getting murdered.
1: He was getting torched. I know Michael Gallup had a hell of a game himself, just playing on him. But you know, Ceedee yeah. Lamb, took his chance, and Mark Cooper was having fun. Like that's why, that's why you know he allowed 182 yards, but it wasn't the one guy. It was basically pick your choice in the Cowboys. Um, but I usually don't like to pick. You know, borderline NFL players, which Mike, Michael Jaquette is as the dud because it's basically just easy pickings. But man, I, I couldn't stop watching this guy get torched. He just he made it easy for me. This is embarrassing himself left, right, and center. Couldn't tackle, couldn't cover. I don't even know why he was on the NFL field because I don't know what he was bringing to the table.
0: I kind of felt bad for him because you saw him on the sideline next to Doug because Doug must have walked over to Jim Schwartz and was like, get him the fuck off the field.
1: Oh, yeah. They I never bad.
0: see Doug and Jim Schwartz next to each other like that.
1: Well, that's how bad it was. They actually benched the guy, and yeah. the game there was really not very competitive. You could think and then, then you moved Jalen Mills over,
0: and he did a much better job. But
1: yeah, Listen, the bar wasn't set very high there. No. So, moving on, Michael Jaquette, our second dud. Our th- our first dud of the week.
0: Hold on, real quick. I keep forgetting – I keep messing up his name with – uh, what was it? Jaquan Jarrett. You remember him? Another Eagles bust. Of course. But I just wanted to give you that little nugget.
1: Thanks. All righty. So this player, a former first round pick from just a year ago.
0: Okay. So he's a rookie. He is,
1: oh, two years ago. I apologize. Okay. He is actually surprisingly tied for the fifth most passing touchdowns in a college season since 1953. Okay. He is one of only seven players to ever throw for 50 touchdowns in a college season. He also has had the most criticized strip club appearance since (laughs) Lemon Pepper Lou in the bubble.
0: Dwayne Haskins?
1: (laughs) You know what's the easy way to get on the duds list? Every week, you lose your job, you usually find your way on this list. And my God, man. First of all, let me tell you this stat line. We had 14, 28, 154 yards, and two beautiful interceptions obviously you know didn't finish the game got pulled first round pick just two years ago and he's already off the team couldn't even make it through his full second year you really you've really you really got to try you like you can't just you like teams will not give up on a first round pick there's too much to invest in you you really got to fuck up and try hard to get released when you're a first round pick like I'm talking like damn I think Justin Blackman even played two seasons he might have been drunk and high every game he showed up to but I think he still finished two games,
0: yeah. two seasons,
1: just, you know, when the, the owner goes out of his way, over, over every single person and demands you'd be the pick. And then you end up not even finishing your second season, man, you really fucked up besides the fact that Dwayne Askins is terrible and he's not very good at football. He's just off the field immaturity. It's yep. just mind-boggling. We talked about it last week, The uh, last year when he was high-fiving and dabbing up the fans after he got his first win, but wasn't out there to take the final knee because, you know, he was too busy living it up. Um, obviously, the mask was strip club incident and then bringing the, a friend of a friend or whoever it was to the team of hotels that he thought that was smart. I guess he didn't know there was a pandemic going on. Like I said, you really got to try to get released in your second year when you're a first-round pick, and you know what? It's kind of impressive that he did this. So, Dwayne Haskins, you are easily the number one dud. Because shit, you might be the number one dud of the year. Um, I
0: I loved the uh, press release that was quoting um, Ron Rivera. And it was, like, the the shortest sentence I've ever read for, like, a player game release. It was just like, yeah, we've decided to part ways as it's in the interest of both parties. And, like, that was it. Ron,
1: (laughs) Ron Rivera's probably thinking, like, do you guys really need me to ask explain why? Like, just do you want, besides well, the fact that he's terrible, like, he just, he, he's, look at him. Look what he's but When you release
0: a, a player is of that significance, usually they're like, oh, we really thank them for, like, their contributions to the team and,
1: you know, we them
0: their best. It was like, nah, he's safe. You're, you're, you're a piece of shit. I think,
1: he, <laughs> I think he was fined more this season than he actually won. I think he has more fines than he does wins.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I could not. I can't possibly. See, unless he, like, com, does a complete one eighty and like changes his character and actually like looks good over the off season, I don't see him on the NFL on NFL team again. Not even as a backup. Like, who would want He'll,
1: that? he'll get a chance. I mean, you. He, he, listen, he's a first round pick, two years removed. The guy's yeah, I, like twenty two. Quarterbacks Someone are always a, a reach.
0: I never really saw. It's hard to evaluate quarterbacks who are at good schools because I didn't – I don't know.
1: I just yeah, didn't. but no, 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 no. Hold on. You, I, listen, Haskins is a bomb, and he's a joke, and it's his immaturity off the field that got him released. He does suck, but that, that, that franchise is a train wreck. They have a lot of issues outside of just Dwayne Haskins, and I, that team did no favors for Dwayne Haskins. Um, but, listen, he'll get another chance. He's too young. He's a personal pick. I even brought up the good college stats. Did you know that? See? Listen, someone will give him a chance. Someone's like, you know what, we'll I see. maybe we can teach him how not to be an idiot. and Maybe he can be valuable I
0: mean, later on. Tebow was a college legend, too, but he didn't do anything in the NFL.
1: It's a different game. Tebow, yeah, but Tebow also played for three different teams, so he got a second chance. Moving I on. I think
0: it was more than three, but.
1: Moving on to the good stuff. All right. Who are you studs? You, you definitely won't see any Eagles on this list.
0: Well, they lost, so they shouldn't be.
1: That's true. Alrighty, So we will go um, – so this guy, he's an NFC player, had a hell of a, hell of a game. Um, okay. Dominating performance, really, for the team all, all together. He was drafted in the first round in 2014. He, was, he plays an offensive skill position, but he was drafted in the 2014 first round, which featured many defensive superstars such as Kolo Mack, Aaron Donald, and Marcus Smith. Okay. Just Anytime I can throw in the Marcus Smith first-round pick for the Eagles, I love to just – you mentioned Jaquan Jarrett. I didn't even know you were going to bring that up. I had the Marcus Smith already out. Is,
0: is Marcus Smith still on the Seahawks or in the league?
1: Are you kidding? He was probably in the XFL. Probably. Um, in the same draft, this player, wide receiver, was drafted in the top seven with a teammate of his in college, Jake Matthews. The first time this happened for Texas A&M since 1941.
0: Texas A&M. Okay. Skill. Okay. Do you have more hands? I can guess.
1: Go ahead. I didn't think you would need more. At I mean,
0: I assumed he was in this list anyways, but Mike isn't Mike Evans from Texas A&M? Yeah,
1: it is. There you go. Well done. Yeah. They were two, they were two teammates drafted in the top seven.
0: Yeah. They,
1: uh, I incredible.
0: think Texas A&M has been Put, putting some decent players
1: out most of the year, so yeah, ever since him, with that C. but uh, yeah, so Mike Evans went for 10 receptions, 181 yards. It, you know, the, Mike Evans just narrowly beat out if one player played against Jaquette when his sizzling 182 he allowed, uh, but he also put up two touchdowns to go along with this just the embarrassing thrashing of the Detroit line, um, you know. When it's when Brady doesn't even have to sh- leave the locker room at halftime and he can just go home and chill and, you know, do whatever he wants to do, drink his foo-foo shakes and hang out in his hydroponic chambers, that's you're what you need what? to know. <laughs> um, Mike Evans, obviously, stud, tore apart that defense. Uh, huge stat line, played well. I don't really – you you know more about Mike Evans. You've been bitching about your fantasy team since Saturday, so I think you're familiar with it.
0: I know who he is. Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, hell of a game. And you know what? I I was I went on a limb and praised him before the season started and just gonna throw that in your face.
0: I mean you had him at what four or five, best receiver in the league. I still Something don't think that. he's that
1: high, but yeah, he's he's a good player. Sure looked like it's best weekend. Yeah. All right, who's number two? Moving on. We have um a gentleman who actually just celebrated his birthday. He was born on Christmas Eve. Hmm. Interesting. He set his college school records at California State Fresno for TDs and receptions, while even though he was only there for just two years, he set both school records. Okay. Ironically, his quarterback also went to college in the same state as him, that being California, if you weren't following along. Okay. Those are all the hints I have for you, so I'll give you a stat line. He went for a whopping, big old, 11 receptions, 142. I didn't throw smack down three big boys, three tutties right in your face.
0: Wait, where did where did Josh Allen go to college again? Wyoming. Okay, yeah, so it's not Stephon Diggs.
1: Stephon Diggs also didn't go to California State. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think so.
0: He did have three touchdowns and over 10 catches, though.
1: It's true. You're gonna to have to think a little bit more off that uh, box, there, guy.
0: Hmm. What what? A conference?
1: NFC. NFC.
0: <clears throat> so he caught three. He's probably a receiver. Um, Let's.
1: I'll give you my last hint. As I said, his birthday was on Christmas Eve, so this guy's probably used to. One. Yeah, but he's probably used to a winter wonderland, something that he was very familiar with this past week.
0: Devontae Adams.
1: There you go. I was gonna say, what, uh. put your hand and walk you through it.
0: Wow, I mean, yeah. So Rogers went to Cal Poly, right?
1: Cal, you know, I, I, I don't, I just know it was Cal. I think, I
0: yeah, I think like it's the same thing,
1: same thing. But yeah, so yeah, Devonte Adams. I mean, geez, he's honestly making an argument for the best wide receiver in football. He, I know Hopkins is great and Thomas is great too when he plays, but dude, Devonte Adams, Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers hookup is money. Yeah,
0: dude, I mean, our mind you.
1: He caught 11 balls for 142 yards and three touchdowns in the middle of a blizzard. Yeah. How's that even possible? He's he's so nimble. He's so quick. He's so agile. He looks like he's playing on cleats and everyone else is playing on skates.
0: Yeah. I think when we did our wide receiver ranking, we had him at like a comfortable four or five, but I think like he's definitely like, especially with Julio, like getting older and not playing at all, like almost at all this year. And, um, you know, and Mike, Mike Thomas. Thomas being look at Mike
1: Thomas, same exact thing. Didn't yeah, play not much. Really this year and much. Didn't look great.
0: Yeah, I would put he, him in. I would put Hopkins and Adams like right off the bat, top two. You know, those two players.
1: Adams has a has a seated table best wide receiver in football, without a doubt. As long as Aaron Rodgers is there, I, that combination is so money, so money.
0: That that one catch he had, like in the snow, toe tapping on the sidelines, was,
1: was beautiful. I Listen, the Titans' defense is terrible. I couldn't even I see I the sidelines.
0: I don't know how he stayed in bounds, but.
1: He's just – he's magn- magnetic to the it's side He just – yeah, he just gets it. The Titans' defense is terrible, and I thought that. But, man, this game just showed me how bad they really are. But don't take anything away from Devontae Adams. He is so good. He's so amazing. That that yeah. game was extremely impressive.
0: All right. Well, I know who your number – well, I know who should be the number one. But I, do you have Do you have uh, hints for this guy?
1: I did. I do. Okay. I do. So, this gentleman. Hmm. That's your first hint. Oh, he's a
0: gentleman?
1: Yeah, see. Wow started his college career sharing the running back room with all th- three future NFL running backs, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, T.J. Yeldon at the University of Alabama. Hmm. He then went on to transfer to the powerhouse Hutchinson Community College, where he quickly dominated in the JUCO realm. He then went on to his final school and became a volunteer, joining the Tennessee Volunteers for his final year of college.
0: I was about to say, I know for a fact this guy went to Tennessee. And when you said Alabama, I was very confused. So I didn't know he
1: went to Alabama. Listen, I teach you stuff every day. Free masterclass, as someone's been called. Um, My last final hint, um, he did something statistically that only four players have ever done in the history of the NFL. And he's the first gentleman to do this, rushing the ball for all all these Six touchdowns since 1929 so anytime you're doing anything since 1929 you have know you've done something well
0: monster wasn't
1: the 1929 the same wasn't wasn't that the spanish flu the last pandemic we're in when you're doing something that only happens once every pandemic it was right around that i don't know maybe 1999 I'm sorry,
0: 1999, pandemic that's not a stat you, i want to hear but yeah you
1: know you, you know you're pretty good so obviously you knew who it was i knew who my first stud was by the first game of the of uh, the week by uh,
0: thanksgiving dinner
1: Oh, geez. Mike Zimmer went and just, uh, you know, he ripped apart that. Mike Zimmer, you know, ripped apart that defense. That was a piss poor effort. Um, Alvin Kamara, he continually is looking like the best running back in football, arguably the best offensive player in football. He's just an unstoppable force. He's been an unstoppable force all year. And you know what's amazing? Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, they both miss a lot of time. And Alvin Kamara has been the steady force that has kept the Saints the powerhouse that they've been this year. Don't get me wrong. That offensive line is incredible, and we had a lot of them in our offensive line rankings when we started Mm -hmm. uh, um, the season. Um, I know in particular, I saw one highlight. I think he was in the red zone. I couldn't tell you which touchdown it was. I lost count after four for Camaro, but Taron Armstead just pushed someone back five yards and then just sat on him and just sent him back to the Stone Age or wherever the hell he was coming from. His ancestors felt that one in the grave. The guy just bullied him. He looked like he was blocking me out there. If I went against Taron Armstead, I would assume that a similar reaction would happen.
0: Yeah, I uh, I just remember I forgot the game was on because I was like, you know, Christmas, and someone texted me. They're like, "Wow, Alvin Kamara is going off," and I was like, "Oh, I forgot." Like, let me put the game on, and I was like, "It's only the second quarter," and I was like, "Yeah, Jesus Christ,
1: three touchdowns and a half." But I'll well, say that-
0: it was weird that when. Um, Uh God, I'm really blanking on quarterback names today. Must be the weather. Um, the backup quarterback who was playing for Drew Breeze. The speedy guy. Hill? Hill? Yeah, yeah, Taysom Hill. I was gonna say Tays Tatum or I don't I don't know. Taysom Hill. It was weird that when he was playing, like Camara, his stats kind of dipped a bit. And then as soon as Breeze came back, all of a sudden Kamara's like scoring six touchdowns. I don't know. It was kind of odd to me, but...
1: Well, I mean, but well, first off... Drew I mean, it's Reeves a different a offense, obviously, that you would oh, run
0: yeah. with them. But.
1: Well, Taysom Hill obviously runs the ball when he's playing, and Drew Reese uh, is a much better quarterback than Taysom Hill is. I
0: just thought it was interesting.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. I Actually, it's funny because I was, like, looking through my notes, and I was watching the game, and I was like, oh, my God, Camara has three touchdowns and a half. Like, this is going to be easy, number one stud. And, like, I thought that was impressive. That was my lead into this. And then I, I watched the rest of the game. And it's like, Wait a minute! He just had three more touchdowns than a half. This guy's amazing. Yeah. But, uh, Alvin Kamara, first stud guy, was amazing. That's your yeah. studs and duds for the week. Yeah, he's
0: he's having probably his best year. And we were we were saying how we're uh, we thought his like first two years in the league were really good, and then like lately he's been kind of up and down, but completely playing out of his mind this year. So
1: yeah.
0: Um, with that, I say we can go into our power rankings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this is our week seventeen power rankings. So. After this, we'll do a a final top 10 after all week 17 games conclude. And then, I mean, honestly, next week we'll probably just talk mostly playoffs, um, depending on what happens. But our week 17,
1: yeah. One one more time.
0: (laughs) Our week 17 power rankings. Uh, We'll start off number 10 this time instead of going at the the beginning. So we have the Ravens uh, coming back into our top 10. Well deserved. They've been. playing a lot better lately. Um, mm-hmm. So they're, I mean, they're not in the playoffs yet, but they're definitely, you know, making their push. Um, so it'll be it'll be a super interesting Sunday.
1: Hey, I'll tell you two teams. Look at where, how much better the Ravens are playing now, and look how bad the Steelers are playing.
0: Yeah. Um, then at nine, we have the Titans, who, again, have shown that they can beat down on teams and then also have shown that they can get beat up by teams. So <clears throat> they're a weird, they're kind of weird to figure out. Um, but they showed last year that they're a pretty good playoff team. So we'll see what happens. Then number eight, we have the Browns who lost to the Jets. I mean, they had they were missing quite a few players because of COVID. Um, it's not an excuse. I mean, you should still be able to beat a one win team. But um, not gonna drop them too far back. I still think they're a good team when the right when you know players aren't being held out for precautionary reasons. Yeah. Um number seven, we have the Steelers moving up a bit. They looked better. They're definitely a playoff team. They just haven't been performing up to their capabilities. Um I mean Big Ben is kinda old. I don't know how much people really expect from him. Uh and then number six, we got the Bucks. I still think they're underperforming on the year, but they're winning games and they're scoring a lot of points. So what more can yeah. you do?
1: I mean, they play the Lions without a coaching staff, so
0: Yeah. Number five, the Seahawks. Uh, they just clinched their NFC West, um, so they'll be in the playoffs again. And Russ is good in the playoffs, so hopefully they can make a nice little run there. Uh, and the number four, we have the Saints. Like we said, Ed Kamara scoring six touchdowns is pretty remarkable, and they have some pretty remarkable players almost everywhere. I mean, even their defense is pretty loaded. So, yeah, they'll be a threat to the Packers, who are our number three team. Um you know like you just said Devonte Adams and Rodgers is hell of a tandem. Did. So they're going to be tough to defend and you know he he's probably got a sour taste in his mouth because he's got a probably a better team I'd say this year than he did last year and they lost in the NFC championship game so mm. uh number 2 we got the Bills who look I mean Josh Allen is playing so well. Great. Him Great. and Stephon Diggs have such a connection like he, he he'll be scrambling and he'll just be like, ah, I think he's over there somewhere. Just toss it. Yeah. All, all faith. They all, I don't, they play like a team. And I'm happy for Sean McDermott. Um, you know, happy to see him win a division crown and have another playoffs for the Bills. So it's fun to watch. And then uh, number one are reigning Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid still finds a way to win, you know, play cool, well. Man. He's got, I mean, you got Mahomes, you always have a chance, so.
1: No, that's true. Yeah. All right, uh, Powering, I did want to – one thing I forgot to mention, I did want to met, give him a shout-out, even though he didn't make the studs list, just because this week was loaded. Um, Jeff Wilson, quietly, 22 carries for 183 yards. Not bad. That's, a, that's an impressive game. The the Niners are very beat-off. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan is such a genius, so I, I feel like he can just put in whoever he wants at running back, and they'll run yes. the ball fine. But, you know – 183 is not anything to sleep on. And, you know, it's a big week, the big staff. Stefan Diggs was another one, but, you know, just Evan and um, Adams. I just think our situations, were a little better. But for a non Harold guy who probably would, you know, I would say is probably his best career game, you know, unless he's going to produce another uh, stellar one. But um, 103 yards for Jeff Wilson, something to be proud of.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of, like you said, there are a lot of good players. Um, yeah. Where they have a stud list this week?
1: yeah so um let's do the uh the picks
0: yep so i actually i mean if you recall last week i did a bit of a some gambling not with oh, money picture. but like on our picks oh. so i was picking some teams that were kind of upsets but i finished eight and eight i think that's my worst all year
1: Ooh, i like that
0: yeah and you I finished do. 12 you went 12 and four this week
1: Oh, finally, the good guys won one. So Everyone gone. listening to this podcast, I've just been outraged that I haven't been able to catch up to you. This is a win. This is something we can be proud of.
0: <laughs> uh, so now you are... Oh, I'm feeling
1: hot, baby. Let's go. Let's get right into it.
0: Might have, you might that's have to go good. back in the shower room or the bathroom, mm-hmm. wherever you were.
1: Ooh, that's good. Total four.
0: So your cool. uh, your total is now 153 to 88. Okay. Still lagging behind me at 169.72, uh, but, you know... You close the gap a bit. I think you would have to. I would have to go like negative this week for you to win.
1: So no, I think I'm 16 years around, right? So if I get everyone right and you get everyone wrong, we should tie.
0: That would be. I would. I would give you a hundred dollars if that happened, but it wouldn't happen because there's no way we each pick opposite teams. So
1: I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Sorry. Do I hurt the overall record, or I just try to go for the insurmountable win?
0: I mean, I don't. I think it's. I think it's all set in stone. I mean, I. I think I was gonna win after uh, week five, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So the. Let me just get this set up. First game. Good. No Saturday games because that shit keeps throwing me off. Um. Got the Vikings at the Lions. One o'clock.
1: Oh jeez! Talk about two of the worst defensive performances I've seen all year in the same week. Yeah, I'll uh, take the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, geez. at least the Vikings could score thirty points when they were getting shellacked. The Lions could only get seven, so I'll take the Vikings. All right,
0: next game we got the Falcons at the Buccaneers. Do the Bucks sit, Tom? Is that something that they're going to do?
1: It doesn't matter. The Falcons will do something heartbreaking to lose the game anyway, regardless if Tom Brady or Blaine is out there. Something will happen to break the Falcons' heart again, if that's possible. They, their their just got to be crumbled. Like theirs must look like you know. What a paper shredder, you know, bin looks like—just little pieces everywhere, just shattered.
0: So you taking the Bucks? Yeah, I take the Bucks. I'll I'll take the Falcons in an upset. I think yeah, I think the Bucks might, you know, rest their players after a bit. Um, Falcons play for their Raheem, uh, their coach, you know, finish out the
1: year. It's tough to say that when they've had the brutal losses they've had the last couple weeks.
0: Eh, forget about it. Yeah. Next game, Jets at the Patriots. Did. Do the Jets go three and zero to finish this season? I can't see. Uh, I can't see Belichick losing to the Jets. At the end you know of what?
1: Season. You know what? No, I love it. I love that storyline. Let's go, baby. Cam's probably not going to start. He just got benched this this last game. He was a strong contender for Doug. The guy can't enjoy it. But give me the Jets, man. I'm all Gang Green, Jet Jet.
0: <laughs> go Jets go. I'll take the Pats. Like I said, I, I just don't see Belichick losing again like that. Um. <clears throat> So, I guess – so, these are all divisional matchups, then. They always do that for the last games. Then we got Dolphins at Bills. Ah. Uh,
1: well, do the Bills have anything to play for? Hmm, I don't think they do.
0: Not really. I mean, I, I don't think the Dolphins – they're not even guaranteed playoffs by yet. So, I'll – I'll take the Dolphins. I think the Bills <laughs> might, like, same with the Bucks. I think they might pull some players after a while.
1: Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Can they lose the second seed? Obviously, they can't get the first seed. But well,
0: it's, it's <laughs> Colts, Colts, Browns, Ravens, and Dolphins, I think, are all playing for the wild card spots.
1: Uh, you know what? Well, Buffalo's still tied with Pittsburgh. I don't know what the tiebreaker is, but they're both 12-3, and 3, so the Bills will win this game. Uh, give me the Bills.
0: Okay. Next game is the Steelers at the Browns. This is an important game. I think if the Browns lose, they actually miss the playoffs. Um, yeah, you no. Know I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the Browns because I want them to win.
1: I was gonna say I kind of I'm feeling the Browns here too. I, I the Browns feel like what the Steelers were last week. They needed the Steelers had to win that game against the Colts. Absolutely needed to. That was that was the only thing that mattered. Um, the Browns now have to win this game. I know it's a tough loss. I know it was a big COVID reasons, but you know to be fair, like, I think Chubb and Hunt combined for like 40 yards together that is something that the wide receivers don't have any effect over and yeah. Baker didn't play well at all. So um, I'll, I'll take the Browns. I think this is a game they have to win.
0: Okay. Uh, then we got the Cowboys at the giants. Um, I think the Cowboys are probably favored to win, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the giants here. I think, think they're going to ruin the Cowboys season. Cowboys have just ha- been having a, such a bad season that, it seems fitting for them to miss playoffs. so.
1: You know, I mean, at least they can say that their franchise quarterback got hurt. What can the Eagles say? Um, I'll take the Cowboys. The, the all in the offense was pretty good. Don't get me wrong, they played against the practice squad and uh, mm-hmm. target staff that we have in our secondary. So, I don't think it was hard, but, you know, they, they did look pretty solid. Um,
0: then we got Ravens at Bengals. Baltimore. I'll take the Ravens. Yeah. Maybe if Barrow was playing, it'd be a different story, but.
1: Yeah, but that's, we're six weeks past that. <clears throat> and then
0: the start of the four o'clock games, Jaguars at the Colts. I mean.
1: Yeah. Colts have everything
0: game. to play for. The Jaguars have no reason to win this game. So
1: Yeah, I think they're already starting to print Trevor Lawrence jerseys out, so uh, I don't think they're too worried about this game. Give me the Colts.
0: And then we got Titans at Texans. Another instance where. Titans. I mean, the Titans
1: are going to smack the Texans.
0: Well, because they, the Titans and Colts are still fighting for that division, I believe. So, yeah, uh, yeah, give me the Titans because they need this win.
1: I mean, it's a get-right game. Listen, you know, the Titans got their ass handed to them. They're going to go beat up on a very bad team, and they're going to do it pretty authoritatively. Um, uh, that's my guess.
0: Uh, like I said earlier, Cardinals and Rams are playing for a wild card spot. Um, rams have a really good defense but their quarter their offense has been so up and down especially quarterback play and i i think i had the cardinals in my season predictions to get the last spot of the playoffs so i'll stick with that and i'll pick the cardinals to win
1: i'm gonna take the rams the cardinals defense is trash um so i think the rams will be able to move the ball regardless who's under quarterback and I still think the Cardinals are going to, as I said, yeah, I am not sold on Kyler as a pastor. And, and outside of just throwing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, I don't really see anything exciting from that offense. So give me the Rams.
0: Fair enough. Um, then we got Saints at the Panthers.
1: Yeah, it's hard to pick these
0: games, and we don't know if they're going to rest players or not. Um, I think the Packers I have the one. One, number one seed locked up, to my knowledge. Um, so, I'll still take the Saints, though.
1: They might be. Wait, yeah, because that's. Well, because Green Bay's 12 and 3 and Saints are 11 and 4. Who won when they played head to head?
0: Packers did, didn't they?
1: The Packers did win. So, yeah, the Packers yeah. do have a wrapped up. So, you know what? Yeah, give me the Panthers. You're right. The Saints don't yeah. have anything to play for.
0: Next game is the Pat. Oh, wait. Packers. Yeah, Packers and the Bears.
1: Uh actually wait a minute. I take that back. Give me the Saints. Because I didn't realize that they are tied with Seattle. So they do have something to play for.
0: Fine. Um You know what? I don't you know, I don't think the Packers rest players and I think they play their division
1: rival. Um Who I'm sorry, who is this? I didn't I wasn't paying attention. Packers are players. Oh, give me, man, Mitch Trubisky's the new superstar. He's about to get a new contract. Uh, give me Mitch Trubisky, baby. I,
0: I, I'm almost positive that you've picked the
1: Bears every week because I'm a genius. They Are could you be just they catching on to
0: this? 17 and 0, according to you. But
1: well, I've been right the last four weeks.
0: Oh, we'll see. I'll take the Packers. Uh, and then we got Chargers at Chiefs.
1: Hmm. Hmm. This actually might be a game where the Chiefs don't play anyone. I that's yeah. that's actually one where they do have that all locked up. Andy
0: Andy's done that in the past.
1: Well you know what? Even without Patrick Holmes playing, I still think the Chiefs can pull out a victory. They they have the bye locked up, so maybe he doesn't do the double bye, but that does that is something that Andy's done before. Um Assuming that they don't rest their entire team, I'll say the Chiefs.
0: Uh, one sec. And then Seahawks, Forty ers Yeah, the, give me the Seahawks.
1: The Seahawks have it's a meaningful game. They're tied with the the Saints for that um that second seed. So I'll take the Seahawks.
0: Yeah, the second seed will definitely help for home field advantage if you're not playing the one seed, but kinda of getting. it's gonna be weird seeing uh only one team on each conference have a bye but
1: yeah you know what see I don't I don't really like that. I think this was my main like issue. That was my main issue is like
0: I'd I would rather them extend it to eight teams make playoffs on each conference and then two teams still keep a because
1: I don't I think it makes it more competitive to have two buys.
0: Yeah. Like what's the like you there's almost no point to so like wanting
1: the two seed over the three seed. We'll we'll see what happens this Sunday on who plays who. Yeah. Like if, you know, like the Seahawks or the Saints or the Bills just sit all their players. Because ultimately, if you get the second seed, the only thing that really helps you is if you play the third seed. You're going to be a home field against anyone else besides the one seed, which you, regardless of your second or third, will be, you know, away. So it's really only in the second to three matchup, that's the only time the second seed is really worth it because then you get the home field advantage. But outside of that, it's just as good as the third seed really when you look at the seeding. I know you play the, you know a team that's slightly better, but you're still looking at two wildcard teams. So I think it takes away some of the juice because obviously a bye week is something a lot more to play for.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, then we have the last 4 o'clock game is the Raiders at the Broncos. Uh, I think I've been riding with the Raiders the last few weeks, so what the hell, I'll ride with them again. I'll take Las Vegas.
1: I guess you didn't watch the Dolphins game because the Raiders are just a train wreck, so give me the uh, Broncos.
0: Broncos aren't too uh, exciting either.
1: That's true, but they don't <clears throat> lose the game. When you lose a game when you purposely didn't score a touchdown, that's a problem. That's very bad.
0: And drum roll, please, for America's Game of the Week. Sunday know. night primetime football the Washington nameless football team against the four-win Philadelphia Eagles
1: who who is actually wants to see this like who is is demanding this to be flexed I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan and I don't want them on national team. I'm telling back. you
0: it's it's because if Washington wins they get in and because Jalen Hurts is a hot commodity right now in sports media so people want to watch him
1: I, I I don't know i Packers or Bears, I thought it would have been a better game. Yeah, the, the the Cardinals or Rams would have been better. I think it it really is not that tough competition, but here we are. So um, I'll I'll take Washington because I don't want us to win. I don't want us to blow this draft pick. I would really like so- that pick.
0: I I think the Eagles are going to win, but I'm picking Washington. <laughs> so
1: I, I, you know what? As soon as they – it would not, it would be the most Philadelphia Eagle things, especially for the 2020 season to lose to the Cowboys, end your season, and then go win a meaningless game against them. 100 percent. Yeah, that's where we're at. But all right, is that all the picks? There no Monday night game.
0: There's no Monday night game. That was uh it's the Bills awesome ended it last week against the Pats. So or Very a couple days ago.
1: Well. <laughs> Sounds good to
0: me. All right, well, pleasure as always. Looking forward to uh, a wild Week Seventeen. A lot of yeah. playoff spots on the line, especially in the AFC. It's funny okay. because we have the NFC, which is a train wreck, especially the East, and then AFC's gotten a hat. They're going to have a, a double-digit win team miss the playoffs because there's like three or four teams that are ten and six, and one of them is not going to make it. So,
1: yeah, yeah here we are. Yeah. Here we are been a pleasure.
0: All righty. I'll talk to you. I will talk to you. Peace out. Peace.